Good afternoon and welcome to the show. This is Sean Blanc and welcome to the Weekly Briefly. Um, we're on one of the episodes, I don't know, whatever it is. It's the January 9th, 2015 episode. And uh, today is, we're just about 90 days since uh, we launched the complete redesign, overhaul, uh, kind of reinvention of a website called Tools and Toys that I've been running for a few years. And uh, I thought it would be cool to take a look at just kind of how things have changed with the site in terms of uh, working with other writers and contributors, uh, what the traffic has looked like, what the income has looked like, uh, what, you know, reader engagement, quote unquote, has looked like, and kind of what were some of our goals for uh, wanting to do the redesign, uh, what went into that, and, uh, and then what has the outcome been? I thought it would be really cool to share uh, just kind of as a story, uh, you know, use case scenario, whatever, an example uh, of, uh, you know, a site that has a couple years of history of publishing on a consistent basis and being there. And then what happens when when you redesign and kind of try to reinvent the website uh, for, for, you know, for good or for bad, you know, what, what, what comes of that, what happens? So that's uh, kind of what I wanted to hit on today's show was to talk about that. And before I jump into it, I, of course, want to give a huge thanks to this show's sponsors. We've got two sponsors this week. Uh, the first one is a brand new service called Forecast, and it's by the guys at Harvest. These guys make some really, really great uh, you know, project management software for teams and, and, and things like that. And forecast is a whole new way to plan your team's time. Uh, basically, you can visualize uh, the plans. You can see how busy or available your team is at a glance. You can look at uh, uh, the the project based on uh, you. Know, you can look at time based on people. Uh, so you can see each person's breakdown of how they're spending their time, where it's being you know allocated to. You can also view it based on a project, like who's spending what amount of time on each project. Uh, you can share that data so everyone knows what everyone's working on, when they're available, what their hours are, and things like that. Uh, and it comes with a free 30-day trial, so definitely worth checking out. If you work with teams and you're managing their time, and you're trying to do budgeting and, and projections and invoicing for all that stuff, I uh, highly recommend you check out Harvest. Uh, the for- new forecast feature, really cool. You can go to getharvest.com slash forecast. And also today's show is brought to you by the Artisanal Software Festival. Uh, it's not a bundle. It's not a gimmick. It's just a bunch of great prices on some of the most interesting and innovative software for working with ideas. So for the next few days, you can find apps like Scrivener, which is an amazing writing application. <clears throat> apps like DevOnThink, which are really, really great kind of personal knowledge management slash everything bucket kind of app. Really cool. Tinderbox is an amazing app for uh, for note-taking and doing research and a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, other apps, Nesis, Aeon Timeline, all of these apps are 25% off uh, for the next several days. Uh, as well, there's a bunch of great deals on books from the Take Control series, which is some of the best uh, software how-to deep dive books uh, that you can get. Some of my favorites are, you know, they got one on LaunchBar, which I'm a huge fan of, things like that. So you can check out more at the Artisanal softwarefestival.com. That's artisanalsoftwarefestival.com. And these sites will both be in the show notes. Uh, so thanks to them for sponsoring the show as well. So let's talk a little bit about tools and toys. Um, sorry, just taking a little sip of my afternoon tea. You know, I used to drink coffee like every Sean today was, uh, you know, I'd show up, I was drinking coffee on the show, kind of dropped that habit a little bit. Um, I don't know, not necessarily that it wasn't a habit, but uh, it's, it's not as freaking, but I got a, I got a hot cup of my afternoon tea. It's like 1240, 
here on uh, on a Friday afternoon here at, at the Weekly Briefly headquarters. <clears throat> so, okay, so Tools and Toys, right? Let, let's kind of like take a step back. So it, it, it launched on August 7th, 2011. That was kind of the day that the site went live. And uh, I, I think it was August 7th. It was sometime, it was right at the beginning of August, 2011. And my wife and I, uh, we were we were pregnant actually with my uh, first son Noah. Uh, we were I don't know what we were. We were like six weeks pregnant, I think, um, something like that. He was born at the end of February, so however that that works out for how pregnant we were. Um, and then <clears throat> I just recently quit my job. I was the creative director and the marketing director for a large Christian ministry here in Kansas City. And I had quit that job because I kind of wanted to just be a little bit more flexible with my time. Wanted to be home more. And that was in February. So here we are. It's August. I'm like six months into working from home. And I was like, hey, I want to start this site called Tools and Toys. And, and it would kind of be like a cool stuff. And I could link to cool stuff. And, and um, <clears throat> you know, part of it was, you know, with SeanBlanc.net, I felt like I had like a certain, uh, you know, tone, a certain voice to my writing that was on that site. Uh, I was a little bit professional, um, a little bit more, um, I don't know, like, I mean, professional in terms of like, you know, I don't want to say politically correct, but it was just a little bit like, uh, I just, it wasn't super playful, wasn't relaxed. And I was like, I, I really enjoy this style of writing that, you know, playful, relaxed writing. Right. And there's all this cool stuff, you know, cool music albums and movies and just random gadgets that either I own or that I see that I want to link to. And I was like, man, it'd be cool to have this other website. Um, you know, it to, as an expression, you know, to, to write about stuff and link to it. I think that would be fun. And also I was like, Hey, it's another website. It's another revenue stream. I can charge advertising over there. Hopefully, I can do some affiliate income, uh, you know, and hopefully it'll it'll do okay for itself and provide a little extra income uh, on the side. So that's kind of the plan. So I launched it, and that first month, um, I think we had something like forty thousand page views. Uh, the first month, which I was like, wow, you know, that's great. It's not you know mind blowing, but it's 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 definitely pretty good. Uh, and it just kind of stayed there, like it kind of like hit this ceiling. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, revenue and page views and visitors that like it was basically, you know, month one, you know, August 2011 was basically the same amount of traffic and income, you know, September, October, November, December, January, all the way through up until uh, September 2014, which is, you know, right before uh, the launch of the new site. We, we put the new site up on October 7th, 2014, so we're 90 days in now. And uh, and it just kind of had this ceiling, and, and it just kind of never really grew. Uh, it never went down. You know, it was very reliable, very dependable. Um, it never really dropped down. And uh, there was a season where, you know, I wasn't publishing to it very often. I ended up bringing on Stephen Hackett and he was helping. And then Chris Gonzalez came on as well. And and Chris now basically like runs the whole thing. Uh, he does a great job. And it's so, but it, we never really like broke through that, that, that ceiling of traffic and readership. And we started trying different things. Like we started doing these guides. So we did one to like, you know, backyard cooking. It was kind of like a grill guide. So like, are you looking for... A gas grill or charcoal grill or a smoker, you know, kind of, I've, I've done a bunch of stuff. Like I'm a backyard grill, kind of a nerd. So I've done a lot of research there. So I shared kind of everything I knew as well as all the accessories and stuff like that. Right. So we've done some of those. We did like fountain pen guides. Like these are the three best fountain pens. If you're a beginner or intermediate or, you know, advanced fountain pen user, these are like the, the ones that you probably want to check out. Some really cool stuff there. We've done some, you know, like fine tip gel ink pens, uh, you know, did a guide to going paperless. 
And these were all kind of cool. Like, yeah, you know, it's fun. We we're trying some new types of content, but nothing really like, like kind of pushed through. Like never really got to that, that next level uh, in terms of, of traffic and, and uh, you know, readership engagement. Um, it just always kind of stayed right at that level of, you know, about 40,000 page views a month was pretty much, um, you know, like you could practically set your, your watch by it. And so I was like, ah, you know, I'm, I've been doing this site for almost three years and I, I, I wanted to really push it to the next level. I was like, I, I know it can go somewhere if, if we kind of inject it with, you know, steroids or something, whatever, you know, web 3.0 steroids. So I called my friend Pat Dreiberg and I was like, hey, I want to redesign the website. Can you help me? And so my whole thought was, all right, let's give it a fresh new look. Uh, and as well, like, let's have that look um uh, accommodate basically a whole new gamut of content. I was like, we're going to reinvent this site from the ground up practically. And so uh, beforehand, you know, on Tools and Toys, those of you who have been reading the site for more than 90 days, uh, you know, it was basically a, a very, um, you know, b- basic, you know, blog type of a website. Uh, and we just had the, the cool new item, you know, we do one or two of those a day. And then occasionally we would do these articles, the, the guides, um, but they were just kind of like shoehorned in to the design. The design was kind of meant to kind of focus on the, the cool new item. Um, you know, and images were only so big. Uh, the site wasn't responsive. It, it was, um, you know, I mean, it was kind of accommodate. Like if you would go visit on your iPhone, like the text was big enough that you could, you could see it. It looked good, uh, if you zoomed in, but it wasn't like, you know, this adaptive responsive, uh, you know, you're, you're wiggling your browser left and right. The, the site wasn't doing anything right. So I was like, let's get a, let's get an iPhone and iPad friendly. Let's have it look great. And then let's, let's, increase the types of content that we do. So I was like, let's do, I want to start doing like actual gear reviews. And I want to start doing, uh, you know, gear guides, like more of these gear guides where we say, all right, you know, if you're looking for something for your iPhone, these are like our five or six or seven. uh, These are the accessories that we like that we think are really cool. Maybe one of them appeals to you. Um, and, and kind of like maintain the whimsical kind of the fun voice that uh, was was meant to be part of Tools and Toys at the very beginning, but really expand out the types of content that we were put producing and putting out there. So I, I worked with Pat and I was like, these are all the different things. I want to do the cool, neat stuff. You know, we still want to do these links once or twice a day. Uh, but I also want to start doing these uh, these reviews and the gear guides. And I want to do some editorial content, you know, some original stuff like photo essays that are just, you know, cool photos of, of places or experiences and kind of build out the site uh, that was kind of, you know, have it sort of built on this foundation of, uh, you know, appreciation for quality and for gear. Um, but also like, kind of like curious about what's new, what's cool, what's interesting, right? So it's, it's this interesting balance that I feel like we're still trying to find it out. And I don't know if, you know, you ever just land the balance or you're always kind of walking that tightrope, but it's this balance between, you know, like I said, like the curious, you know, the, the, the consumer curiousness, whatever, and, you know, being mindful, uh, you know, being responsible with, with consumerism and and things like that. And it's just this, this tough line to walk. And I think it kind of requires a little bit of, uh, you know, trust in our, our readership, people that, that trust that, um, you know, who they are, uh, we're, we're trusting that they can be responsible with their, uh, you know, their finances, responsible with their, uh, consumer making decisions that we can point out, Hey, this is cool. This is neat. This is cool. This is neat. And not everyone is just going to go, you know, haywire and just, you know, put everything on their credit card or whatever. Right. So it was kind of like, 
I want to try to walk this line. I want to say like, yeah, we believe that consumerism uh, is not necessarily the greatest thing. Uh, we think that you should be mindful and considerate with the things that you buy. We think you should buy quality items, but also it's fun to kind of just geek out over the latest, neatest, coolest thing. And so kind of having both of those uh, content uh, foundations present. Uh, and it's it's kind of been interesting. I, I think we're doing an okay job. We're still trying to figure it out, uh, but whatever. So I worked with Pat Dryberg on the design and uh, he just did an amazing, amazing job. I'm so, so happy with the site. It turned out really well. So <clears throat> we've got the, uh, like kind of the goals where, you know, we want it to look good on the iPhone. We want it to be able to uh, be flexible for all these different types of content. Uh, and then also like part of the design challenges were, we're getting like the custom stuff on the back end with WordPress, uh, building that out. And Pat did just an amazing job with that as well. Um, and so it was kind of like our, our main goals were to make it a better site in terms of, you know, visual, uh, visually more appealing, uh, and also like more user friendly, uh, also improve the types of content that we were publishing and, and inject a bit of, a little bit of storyline, a little bit of personality to who we are and what we were doing. And that was kind of the goal. And I think we really, really knocked it out of the park. So, so basically, um, uh, you know, like I said, we'd been experimenting with guides and some reviews and stuff like that ahead of time uh, over the years, but nothing ever really took off. But the, the new design, um, it just I feel like it just totally blew everything out of the water. And, and I'll share a little bit of the, the actual um, analytics and some of the before and after numbers I hear in a little bit. Um, one of the biggest design challenges that we had was the homepage. And getting that, you know, just toolsandtoys.net, you go there, you're looking at it. What's the what's the challenge here? Um, and it was so that this homepage that could accommodate basically like, you know, what's the biggest, uh, most important article that's published on the site right now in terms of it's important or it's it's the freshest, uh, cool thing that we, we're, we're publishing. Uh, but also knowing like, hey, there's a few other like these higher level, you know, uh, articles. And we were using the terms stock and flow. And this is something that, um, you know, it relates to kind of like business, like you've got your stock and your flow in terms of like, this is the the stock is like, what really are the pillars of your business? And, and the flow is kind of like just the, the filler stuff. And this can relate to, I've heard it related to website content as well, <clears throat> that for a lot of websites, the stock is like this, these are your, your in-depth reviews, or these are the, these are the pillar, uh, uh, pieces of content. And then the flow is the stuff that you're just putting out there day after day that, you know, kind of keeps the conversation moving forward. Uh, you know, sh- tells people that you're showing up, but it's not like, it's not usually the, the, the single most important stuff. It doesn't draw, uh, the, the biggest readership or pages doesn't usually get linked to and things like that. And so we kind of kept going back, like we're going to be putting out a lot more quote unquote stock content the reviews, the gear guides, the interviews, the photo essays, all that stuff, right? Like we're going to have more of that, but also a lot of the flow content. And so kind of the the challenge was how do we display all that on the homepage? Uh, and if you visited the homepage, you, you know, I think we really did a good job. Pat just knocked it out of the water uh, in terms of got the big cover photo right there up in top header. Uh, it looks so great. Uh, and then below that is kind of like the, this three item grid uh, where we've got then, you know, any, I can put anything there that I want to. And so we'll, we're able to basically fill in, like, these are the other three kind of important articles that are happening on the site right now that we want you to check out. And then after that is just everything in reverse chronological order. Like that's the waterfall 
of stuff. And then that's where like the new uh, quote unquote flow pieces go, right? Like the when we're linking to something that's neat and cool, whatever, but it's not necessarily an in-depth review, like that's where it shows up and stuff like that. So that was the biggest challenge was getting that homepage to 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 work the way that we wanted and and to really represent kind of the information hierarchy that was important to us uh, for the site. And uh, I, I thought it turned out really, really great. And then this cool thing, you, you scroll down to the bottom and instead of going to a whole new page, we just click, you know, load more. And then you can basically like it, it, you know, shows you like it just loads up like 10 more items. Um, so we kind of gave away some some page view sacrifices in that regard. But I feel like it makes uh, for a little bit more enjoyable user experience. It's not an automatic uh, you know, never ending stream post waterfall type thing, uh, but it is kind of it fits in that uh, that area. So I think it kind of looks really good. So our metrics for success, uh, trying to figure out like, okay, we're going to do all this stuff. Like, how are we going to define success? And you know, like two simple metrics for us uh, was uh, regarding readership and re- regarding income. And basically, we wanted to grow the numbers of the site, uh, you know, grow the page views, grow unique visitors, grow subscribers, grow Twitter followers, all that stuff. And we wanted to grow engagement, that people were, were tracking with the site, that, that more people would begin linking to it, uh, that people would begin in, engaging with us on Twitter and kind of just increase our, our own conversation uh, on Twitter with, with people that follow the site and stuff like that. Um, and that really, really, like it, it that that took off. And so I feel like both of our goals, uh, we met them uh, very, very successfully. And so I'm going to kind of share some of those numbers. So basically, our, our average monthly page views, um, I did some year over year stuff. So I took the last 90 days, you know, we launched October 7th, 2014, was kind of the new tools and toys. That's when that went live. And now it's January 9th. So I took the last 90 days from October 7th up to January 8th, and then compared that for year over year. So what did it look like back in 2013, October, November, December, uh, you know, to January 8th, back in 2013, what did those kind of comparisons look? Because for us, you know, since uh, we're always posting about stuff and gear and, and, you know, we do these gift guides in the end of the year, uh, October, November, December, those are usually like our biggest months um, because of just the holiday season, right? It's, it's huge for us. Uh, like any other, like, you know, a retail establishment, you know, these online websites that, that, that do sales of retail stuff, right? Like this is, this is it, right? This is the, the holidays, the big season. Um, so I took our, our biggest months and kind of compared uh, this month, instead of just comparing it to the the three months prior to the new launch, I wanted to compare it to what was it like last year, just, you know, comparable because a comparable quarter. So basically for year over year, uh, we had an increase of, of monthly page views, 256% increase in monthly page views. So in 2013, for that same quarter, 161,000 total page views from October 7th, 2013 until January 8th, 2014. Same time, you know, with the relaunch, October 7th, 2014, up until yesterday, January 8th, 2015, we had 572,000 page views. So 161 versus 572,000, a huge difference. In terms of monthly unique visitors, right, we're we're averaging around 41,000 unique visitors. Uh, now we're doing 171,000 uh, unique visitors. Um, so, you know, huge bump. Uh, from you know that quarter to to this quarter, three hundred thirteen percent growth in in unique visits to the site for year over year quarter. Our bounce rate went down from seventy seven percent to seventy percent. Uh, our Twitter followers grew by about a thousand, which is like uh, 
but I think that's like a 300% growth. No, I don't know what it would be. We had like 1,500. Now we have 28. So uh, I guess that's that's almost 200%, almost doubled. Um, so it's, it's grown by about 1,300 really. Uh, our, our email list, we started doing an email newsletter. So we had zero last year, obviously, because we didn't even have one. Uh, we have about 1,200 people on the email list now that, that get a newsletter at the end of the month or end of the week. And we kind of just put together, this is our favorite stuff from the week you should check out on the site. Uh, one one metric that did not get better uh, was time on the site. It uh, decreased by three seconds. So the average time people were spending uh, about a minute and 46 seconds on the site. Now they're spending about a minute and 43 seconds on the site. Um, another metric that went up, obviously, is you know revenue. Uh, revenue grew by 309% which is just astounding, um, which though it, it's also kind of like uh, expected, you know, traffic grew, uh, our, our monthly unique visitors grew by 313%. And so to see, you know, revenue also, you know, basically following that same growth line, uh, you know, more people basically coming to the site uh, for affiliate revenue, you know, grew by 309%. And then uh, something else that we've noticed is that a lot more people are actually you know, we, we, we link to stuff all over the, the web and, and some, some sites we can track, uh, if people are, what people are buying, we don't know like who's buying what or anything like that, but we do get a report, uh, like from Amazon, uh, one of our top income, con- uh, affiliate accounts, of course, with Amazon. And, uh, they give you like a report of basically all the items that have been purchased under your, uh, affiliate tag. And you know, we, you don't get any other information other than that. That's all they they tell you is basically, hey, this book, some you know, this book was bought. That's all you know. And you know, you, you got a six percent commission or a four percent commission, whatever it may be, seven, eight. It, it depends on different products. Uh, and anyways, so we're able to see like a lot of the stuff that we're linking to uh, is actually there's that those things are actually being purchased through the affiliate accounts. Uh, and I think some of it is we're just seeing higher numbers. Uh, so more people are actually clicking through. They're, they're using our Amazon affiliate links, which we super appreciate because that's how we pay the bills. Uh, but also there, there's more actual engagement with the things that we're posting. So there's not like this accidental, someone accidentally clicked through our Amazon link, happened to have the tag, uh, and then they later they, they bought something uh, completely unrelated, and then we ended up getting the commission for it because that's sometimes how Amazon works. But actually people are going, oh, I like what, what Tools and Toys is posting about. I'm actually going to buy what they recommend. And so we're seeing this huge increase uh, and, and engagement in that regards, uh, which is really encouraging and also kind of like frightening. Like that's a, it's a pretty big responsibility that, that people are trusting the things that we say, uh, and they're giving it a shot. Um, you know, one example is this book, you know, the Martian is, is a book that we liked. Um, and we put it on the site and like that day, like a hundred people bought the book, uh, which I thought was a pretty like, wow, holy cannoli, you know, a hundred people bought this book just in one day from, from this link that we put up there. Uh, so really encouraging just to kind of see that, that people are, uh, engaging with the site. Uh, we, we get a lot more conversations on Twitter with our Twitter followers, which is a lot of fun. And uh, just trying to be more relevant, be be uh, uh, be more approachable, and kind of be like personal instead of just the, this this robot website that that puts stuff out. But there's actually some some personality to it. It's kind of fun, kind of whimsical. Um, and so I guess basically, like at the end of the day, um, you know, I was I was I was thinking about like what were our goals, like what were we really trying to accomplish. Um, in terms of like, you know, the business model for this site and in terms of just the, the vision for tools and toys, what does it look like? What do we want it to be? Uh, and it was kind of, you know, can we build something that's fun 
and useful? Can, can this site be enjoyable for us to publish? Can it be enjoyable for people to read? And can it be helpful? Um, can we work on our own terms? Can we publish things? Uh, you know, we're an independent website, you know, independently owned uh, and, and still kind of small. And, and so basically, can we do our own work on our own terms? Keep kind of that, that independent vibe uh, to, to the things that we publish, the work that we do. Uh, and, the, and the tone and the voice that we write with. Can we be helpful? Can we be interesting? Can we be inspiring to our readership? And can we make enough money to have it be sustainable? Can it can it support itself? Can it sustain itself? And so far, the answer to all those questions has been yes. You know, yes, we can be helpful. Yes, we can be interesting and inspiring. Yes, we can do uh, you know publish on our own terms. And yes, we can make enough money for it to be sustainable. The the site is doing really, really well. And so it was kind of great to see like, wow, like we, you know, there was a three to four times uh, growth uh, in, in, in the site and just this this massive uh, uptick uh, in visitors and all that stuff. And man, can we, can we keep growing it? Can we keep pushing it? You know, and what does that look like? What's the next step? Um, you know, and I kind of come back to this, this whole adage, you know, the, the content is king, right? And, and to show up every day. And we did that on Tools and Toys for years. Like we had really great content linking to really cool stuff uh, that was personal. We were there. We were showing up every single day for years and years and years. Uh, and it, it was doing well, but it never, <clears throat> like it never just took off. It never had that, that breakthrough moment. And even now, like I, I don't even know if I would say like it's, it's, it's definitely had a breakthrough compared to previous, but I feel like there's still several more levels that we could take the site to. Um, but it just kind of goes to show, like even though content was was good consistently, we were showing up. It was keeping the site, but it never really punched through. And it took this, you know what? Like I'm gonna step back. We're gonna change things around. You know, brand new big design, uh, brand new you know change of focus. And I think a, a huge part of it is that we began telling a story. Uh, we injected that story of you know what? Like you know we want to we want to talk about mindfulness. We want to talk about quality. We want to talk about, uh, you know, being a responsible consumer, blah, blah, blah. But yet at the same time going, yeah, it's kind of dorky, but also this is legit. Like, you know, let's not buy stuff that we can't afford. Let's not buy stuff we don't need. But also, yeah, you know what? We're dudes. We're, we're folks. We're nerds. We like to know about the cool stuff. And like being open and transparent with that, that conversation and having the story, I feel like that is that was one of the biggest things that had to do. Like the, the redesign was cool. The redesign captured a whole bunch of new visitors right when it launched. Everyone's excited. Whoa, you know, everyone wants to link to a redesign. It's, oh, it's cool. Check it out, right? We had some amazing reviews off the bat. Josh Ginter has uh, done some amazing work uh, publishing some reviews and some amazing photography that, to accompany it, right? So we've had some really great content, but I feel like all of that has been underpinned by the storyline, like Tools and Toys is, is, is telling a story now. And I feel like that's so vital. And it's something that I learned, like, oh my goodness, like this is this is really, really critical. Like, is this this clear storyline? Like, who are you about? What are you about? And that is just so vital. You know, and I look over at the Sweet Setup as well. Like, that's our biggest site by far. You know, Sweet Setup is about twice as big as Tools and Toys is. Like this, this month for the Sweet Setup, we're on track to do like 550,000 page views. Uh, which would just be huge for us. It's, it's the biggest month we've ever had. And a lot of it is just, you know what? The suite setup has a very, very uh, easy and clear storyline that that goes with everything we do. We're just trying to find the best apps. And uh, it's it's just like, wow, you know, that's an easy storyline to grab hold of. And uh, we put that in everything we do and it it, it helps. 
And I'm just kind of like, wow, like I just never, I never realized it so clearly as I have with the tools and toys redesign that content is important. Showing up every day is important, but to really go somewhere to really capture an engagement with your readership and to build that relationship, right? Content is king. Relationships are queen. To get that relationship, you need that storyline. You got to tell it. Uh, and, and so valuable, so important. So anyways, that's, that's a look at Tools and Toys, the 90-day the review uh, of the site. A uh, huge thanks to all of you guys who have visited the site, who share about it on Twitter, on your websites, or wherever. Um, you know, so thankful. Uh, I hope that we can keep doing amazing work uh, this coming year and, and see where things can go. Keep telling the story. Keep having fun. Um, and once again, of course, huge thanks to the show sponsors. Uh, Harvest Forecast. You can find out more at getharvest.com slash forecast and the artisanal software festival bundle uh, a bunch of really great apps that are all 25 percent off just for a few more days so go to artisanal software to check that out uh, thank you guys for listening i will talk to you next week have a good one god bless